In episode one, we have a lot of random conversation, to be honest. We learn about Chris's dad and how he escaped the communists. And we learn the very interesting topic of worth. Very interesting. Stay tuned. Okay, so, okay. episode one. Here we go. Here we go. We're going. Very exciting. Would you like some whiskey, Chris? Sure. Yeah? Okay. What do you got there? So, this is a single malt scotch. Mm-hmm. Sea cask is okay. the name of the whiskey. Mm-hmm. Uh, William Grant and Sons. Okay. No idea what that is. Mm-hmm. Aged 10 years. Okay. Yeah, would you like, right. a, like a small glass? Please, yeah. yeah. So it is your one. whiskey, so you, uh, you fill it up to your heart's content. There we go. You're supposed to measure it in fingers, right? When oh, right, yeah. So one so. finger is perfectly fine. One finger. Fine. depends on the thickness of your finger. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I like to go See, now this is, this is why a visual aid would be good, because there's the classic joke. Do you want one finger or two? I want two. <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so cheers. All right. Cheers. cheers to a new podcast. Cheers to a new podcast. So if you're listening, um, welcome to episode one of English for Czech People, the podcast. Um, we did a test episode the other day just to see how things go. And um, yeah, just to let you know before we get going. Firstly, I'm your host, Jacob. I'm joined by the fantastic Chris Viglaski. How are you doing over there, Chris? Hello. I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> okay. Um, we discussed in the tests that there might be a little bit of swearing in this podcast. So if you're listening with your children, or if you are a child yourself, now is the time to, to turn off. And uh, yeah, what else did we talk about last time? Nothing important. YouTube. Think. No. Lots of YouTube. Lots of YouTube. We'll get back into that topic mm-hmm. as well. Anyway, Chris, how are you doing today? How's your day been going? My day has been great so far. It's been very relaxing. Mm-hmm. Uh, got to take it easy. Um, had a uh, rare day off, but during the summer, not that rare. Um, so I woke up at my leisure and uh, went to the gym in the morning for the first time in a while. Oh, yeah. Um, Why haven't you been going? Because I uh, today was the first day, um, was two weeks after my second vaccination dose. So okay. now I've got the Techka app saying, yep, this guy's vaccinated and he's all right. Techka app? What's that? Yeah. So Techka is the app that uh, the Czech government is using for people to just be like, all right, well, here's my vaccination record or here uh-huh. are my tests that I've taken recently to say that I am uh, safe to be in your presence. Okay, um, so there's so. an actual app out already? Oh, yeah, 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 okay. yeah. They've had it out for a while now. Uh-huh. I mm-hmm. was thinking, you know how podcasts are kind of an in- interesting time capsule? Because mm-hmm. when you listen back, you know, like 10 years, you've got no idea what was going on at that time. Absolutely. And I thought it might be a good idea to start with, firstly, well, mm-hmm. we'll talk about the podcast and what the plan is of mm-hmm. the podcast, and also just talk about what's going on in the world right now, because, mm-hmm. you know, it's the, it's the middle of the corona times, or coming mm-hmm. out, hopefully, of the, yeah. of the corona times. And uh, yeah, so it is August 2021. Mm-hmm. Currently, things are kind of open here in Czech Republic. Mm-hmm. We've got we can go to the shop, go to the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, still have to sit wear inside masks. restaurants. Yes, yeah, you do pretty much everything really. Mm-hmm. Traveling is doable as well mm-hmm. if you have a PCR test. Mm-hmm. So, how have you been handling the Corona times, Chris? How's the last year and a half been for you? Yeah. Uh, to be completely honest, overall, I have. I've weathered it well, I think. I've uh, I've um, enjoyed I don't want to say I've enjoyed it, mm. but uh overall it's actually been kind of positive for me. Mm-hmm. Uh in our line of work, we were able to very quickly pivot to working online mm-hmm. and uh that worked out great for me. Yeah. So just a little note, what we're going to do in this podcast, you might hear me occasionally typing things because as we say interesting stuff, I thought it would be good just to kind of explain what it means. Mm-hmm. Like over the last, so I've been teaching for almost almost eight years now, it's coming up to eight years, and I've got quite a good sense of what people would understand and what they probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. And the first thing they would not understand is what it means to weather something, mm-hmm. to weather the last year. Do you want to give a shot of explaining what that means? Okay. <laughs> uh, and we've opened Pandora's box a little bit. That's <laughs> another one. Okay. So to weather something in the sense that I meant uh, is to survive the negative effects of mm. something. Mm. Uh, so coronavirus happened and a lot of people, they suffered for it. They did, um, their life, living situation got worse. Um, I think most people, just about everybody's did, but mm. mine certainly less so than others. Um, 
my financial situation did not suffer at all. In fact, it improved. Uh, I have not gotten sick at all over the yeah. past year and a half because I've just been inside. Not yeah. even I haven't gotten COVID. I haven't gotten a cold. Yeah. Um, so that's been uh, that's been pretty good. Um, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And just for the listeners who don't know what we do, do you want to just tell us what you do? Uh, yeah, so we're English teachers. We yeah. teach English to Czech people. That's, yeah. that's why you listen to the Czech, uh, English for Czech people exactly. podcast. Exactly. Good, so we've got, yeah, to weather. I believe it comes from the expression to weather the storm. Yep. Yeah, yeah. But here's an interesting thing, and now we're getting too far <laughs> into this already. This okay. belongs to a category of words. I can't remember what the name of it is, but these are words that mean the opposite thing at the same time. Because, so I've survived something well, but if something is weathered, Mm. then that also means that it has decreased in quality because like a, of the like negative. Like a building or something? It looks yeah. Like weathered? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It means like it looks like it's kind of... Oh, God. We're getting really deep into it this. It is. I know. What a yeah. start. So, weathered, weathered <laughs> the adjective, can mean like a bit run down, like it looks not as good as new. Mm-hmm. Like, you, like that car. I wouldn't use it with a car, though. Building, did you say that building looks yep. a bit weathered? Yep. Yeah, like yeah, it's yeah. been in the weather, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, a sign, like a, a street sign, it's yeah. quite weathered. Yeah. Um, uh, children's playground equipment is very we- can be weathered. Yeah. Especially yeah. If, it's, if it's older wooden stuff. Yeah. yeah. That isn't allowed in Australia anymore, and I would guess it's probably not allowed in um, England and Britain anymore either. What's well, not? Uh, wooden playground equipment for children. I don't spend much time in playgrounds, sure. so I, I can't say for sure. Uh-huh. When, okay, random question. When was the last time you were in a playground? Well, in a playground? <laughs> Physically very, very, inside one. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's been a while, but, yeah. you know, I walk past them every now and then. Okay. Did you have a favorite playground in Australia growing up? Uh, oh, okay. So, in Werribee, there was a great playground called President's Park uh-huh. that burned down, like, five times during my childhood because, because of all the wooden yes equipment yeah, exactly <laughs> that would be part of the reason why okay. they're uh, not as popular anymore uh-huh. uh but no it would be for um let's say legal reasons because mm. you know well wood does get weathered and then splinters yeah happen should yeah. we explain the word splinter? Yeah, what's a splinter, Chris? A splinter is a very small piece of wood mm. uh, that's small enough to get into your skin. Yeah, uh, like a sharp, mm-hmm. small piece of yeah, wood. Yeah, like a needle-sized uh, yeah. piece of piece of wood. Yeah. Um, and then you need to use something to, yeah. to, to get it out. And needle in Czech, I think it's jehla or nits. I can't remember. Because uh, jehla is closer. Jehla, because mm-hmm. there's like jehla and anit mm-hmm. is... Needle and thread. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, another part of this podcast, this is not going as I planned at all. That's all right. <laughs> but that's a, that's a cool thing, going exactly. off on tangents. Mm-hmm. That's another good expression we'll explain in a minute. Mm-hmm. Let's explain it now. To go off on a tangent, a tangent, mm-hmm. that means to start talking about something different than you were supposed to be talking about. Mm-hmm. You have the intended topic of conversation, and then you talk about something else, and you say, I went off on a tangent. So, I don't know about you, Chris, but I often go off on tangents. What about you? Absolutely. So, I think putting us together could be a serious uh, <laughs> lapse of judgment. <laughs> but at the same time, this is exactly why a podcast will be so fun. <laughs> to go off on a tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we were talking about, um, yeah, coronavirus. Mm-hmm. So, you've not been to the gym for a while? Well, I went one month ago uh, because at the very start of July... Um, until until the start of July, the uh, regulations were that you needed to be three weeks after your first vaccination dose. And then I got to that at the start of July. That's like... I, you, you mean to be able to go to the gym yes, without... Uh, being tested. tested right. Exactly. Um, so, you couldn't, be, you couldn't be bothered to get tested? No, not really. And that's another good expression. Mm-hmm. To not be bothered or to can't be bothered. Mm-hmm. What does that mean, Chris? Uh, to be too lazy to do something. Yeah. Now, this is somewhere where you and I, our opinions differ on this. Uh, because In the usage of it? Uh, in the grammatical usage of it, I suppose. Okay. See, you, you say to not be bothered to do something, mm-hmm. and I use ING form. I say, I can't be bothered doing this. I can't be bothered doing that. Okay. Yeah. And my argument for this 
So your well, what is your argument for to be is the correct oh, one? I think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> so I would always use it like I can't be bothered mm-hmm. means sempitilishlini mm-hmm. to do something because mm-hmm. we in English we don't say I'm too lazy to do the dishes. Mm-hmm. We just use lazy by itself like mm-hmm. I'm lazy. Mm-hmm. But when you say an action, you say I can't be bothered to take the dog for a walk today. Mm-hmm. With your one, I can't be bothered watching this movie. Mm-hmm. I, can't. I almost feel like that's like if I was doing. If I was watching the movie, mm-hmm. I was in the moment, I'd be like, oh man, I can't be bothered watching this, watching this movie. But maybe be. we're overanalyzing mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So well, it- anyway, my argument is that to not be bothered to do something or to not be bothered doing something, so I, th- I think you can use both and I think both can be mm-hmm. fine. But anyway, my argument is to not be bothered could be a, um, uh, a phrasal verb. And phrasal verbs, when you use a second, another verb after a phrasal verb, you put it in ing form. But it's not a phrasal verb. I could argue because it's, it's to but be. Anyway. It's, it's an adjective. It's to mm-hmm. be bothered. That's not a phrasal verb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we, we can argue about English grammar another, another time. time. I'm sure yeah. that's going to be uh, an argument that will come up pretty often. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, the one that I will win. But um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. So yeah. So you didn't go to the gym for a while. Mm-hmm. I ha- I've uh, got my second dose of the vaccine yesterday. Okay. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I was a little bit nervous. I would feel ill today, but mm-hmm. not yet. Mm-hmm. Did you feel a bit off after uh, the second one? Very very mild side effects, almost unnoticeable. Mm-hmm. A very mild headache. Uh, and then one particular thing that I noticed um, after both occasions, uh, after both the second and first dose, first and second dose, is uh, um, the back of my neck, the muscles that go on either side of your spine, they hurt a little bit. Uh-huh. That's a very specific sort of uh, uncomfortableness. Okay. But yeah, that's it. Mild headache and mild neck pain. Okay. Mm-hmm. See, I had none of that. I had mm-hmm. just, the, just the arm. Mm-hmm. I just didn't move my arm for a day and it was it. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I was like at home just waiting to get some symptoms because yeah. everyone told me you're going to feel, you're going to have a headache, you're going to be aching. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, it's going to feel like you have a flu. Yeah. Oh, it just feels so terrible. Um, yeah. I was ready for it. I was, I was mentally ready for it to just be like, have to say to my classes, yeah, sorry, I do feel pretty terrible. Mm. Uh, we're going to have to cancel or move them for today. But yeah. no, it was, it was totally fine. Okay. I'm glad yeah. to hear it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so we're in the middle of the Corona times um, coming out of it. It's been it's been a rough time for me. I have to say. Oh yeah. Yeah, I don't like it because I like traveling. I like sure. doing stuff. Mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm. So not I've not been on holiday for a year. Mm-hmm. Last time was last September. Mm-hmm. Considering going on one now, sure. I actually went to a travel agent's today. Mm-hmm. I, I just walked in the door and I was like, guys, I, I need a holiday. Mm-hmm. What, what have you got for me? Mm-hmm. And they were like, nothing. All right. Everyone is on holiday right now, of and they showed me the screen, and it was insane. Uh huh. For the next two weeks, everything was sold out everywhere. Wow. The wow. only place they had any spaces was one terrible hotel in Greece, <laughs> mm-hmm. and a few like Egyptian ones. Okay. You don't exactly want to go to Greece right now, anyway, do you? Well, I don't. Know, I don't know. Burned to death. So. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So that's another thing going on right now. That Greece is burning up. Mm-hmm. I've not really been following that. Have you followed that much? Uh, very, very slightly. There is some harrowing. Uh, imagery. Okay, harrowing. What does that mean? Emotionally disturbing. Yes, that's good. Harrowing. Um, there's probably... Was this from Harry Potter? The Deathly... Hallows. Hallows. Yeah. Okay, so that's not even connected. No, not really. But that could be a good way to remember it. The Hallows mm. are harrowing. Mm-hmm. Maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> Might <laughs> anyway, be too much of a leap. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but um, yeah, there is some harrowing, some emotionally disturbing uh, video available online oh, of yeah. uh, these people that are escaping uh, on a ferry. And there's, uh, you know, everybody's filming on their cameras. And yeah, you just see the hills along the coastline in the background. Indeed. And it's just burning and burning and burning. Yeah. What is going on with all these fires? Do you believe it's global warming when they talk about that? It's climate change and stuff, or it's not connected, do you think? It's not a matter of belief. It's that it is absolutely 100% true. Mm. Like, in fact, uh, here's some news of the day for you. Uh, Is the sixth assessment report, or a part of the sixth assessment report uh, by the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change was released today. The first one in seven years. Because um, that's how long it is. So, what is a them. panel? Let's go over. I've oh, yeah. forgotten what the word in Czech is. Isn't it Předsedal? No, I think that's wrong. Um, komora, maybe. Let me just quickly look it up. Uh, panel. Komora is a chest of drawers. No, uh, I thought it was a mosquito. I don't, I don't know. We've got so many words to look up. <laughs> exactly. Um, and uh, it's not coming. Porota. 
Podrota, I think. Mm-hmm. Or Panel. Oh, it's the same. Mm-hmm. That's embarrassing. Okay, so there was a panel of mm-hmm. people yeah. looking into climate change. Yes, yeah. The, uh-huh. Again, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change. Okay. So, uh, yeah, like basically the UN, and so the governments of countries in the UN, um, the scientists, uh, selection of scientists in each of those governments, they work together and um, analyze data, look into various things, and then every now and then they release a report um, on climate change, and one of them released today. I haven't had a chance to take a deep dive into it, Um, but it is very serious to say the least um and they use very very strong firm language there's nothing Mm. ambiguous Mm. about what they say that the uh effects of um humanity's consumption is definitely impacting Mm. uh Mm. weather events over the past i think this could could be a whole topic for a whole episode oh absolutely um and just to be clear i'm very Pro science, I believe in climate change because if you don't, then mm-hmm. then you're crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're not one of those anti-vaccine pro-Trump podcasts. I hope I hope not. Definitely not. Okay, I'm glad we agree on that. Mm-hmm. That would have been a sudden end to a, <laughs> a beautiful thing. Um, so let's get back on track a little bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, so yeah, you're. Uh, oh wait, no, please. Go I, ahead. I was going to say you were talking about wanting to go on a holiday, but you're not able to. Yeah, well, she's going to ring me tomorrow. I found one hotel in Egypt. Mm-hmm. But um, you've not been to Egypt before. No, no. Do you know what happens when you go to Egypt? No. Bad stuff happens to your body. Okay. Um, Do you know how to say pruyem in English? I do not. This is diarrhea. Okay. And it's a true problem. Okay. Um, It's quite bottled water everywhere. Um, The problem is that they they use their Egyptian water to wash the vegetables Mm -hmm. and the fruit. Mm Mm-hmm. So I did not eat any vegetables or fruit for that mm-hmm. week because I was like, I'm going to be the one guy that avoids this mm-hmm. when I went there. I went there a couple of years ago. But what I didn't think about, just didn't enter my brain, is that they use the Egyptian water to make the ice cubes. Of course. Yeah. So I was a big dummy. And after three days, yeah. And the person there was kind of laughing at me. She was like, yeah, everyone here has the same problem. Trust mm-hmm. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just kind of ruins the holiday vibe, you know? Like you can't sit and enjoy the pool and the beach and mm-hmm. the stuff. Because every two hours you've got to pop back to your room. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a good time. Mm-hmm. So that kind of puts me off a bit, really. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also it doesn't feel that safe there. Like when you get off the airport, the bus takes you to the to the hotel. Right. And it, you're just driving through a desert, just rocks. Mm. And mm-hmm. it does not feel safe. It feels like any kind of, cr- you know, dude, crazy dudes could just come out behind a rock at any moment and just, mm-hmm. I know it's not going to happen, but mm-hmm. it feels like. Stuff doesn't feel great. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, so I might, I might go. I might be there next week. Hopefully, I'll come back. Okay. Um, so yeah, getting back <laughs> we've on. Got, track. We've got podcast episodes to record, <laughs> mate. Stuff to do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I wanted to start off. This, this is the first episode, so it'll be mm-hmm. a little bit non-standard. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're listening and you're Czech, which probably you are, hopefully, hopefully you can understand us. Hopefully, we're going to try and speak clearly. I think we're speaking quite naturally, actually. I think so. I don't know about you, but my, my English has kind of slowed down since I've been here mm-hmm. just to survive. Mm-hmm. Like in the first year, I was speaking probably twice as fast as this. Mm-hmm. No one understood a word I was saying. Um, so let's talk about who this podcast is for. Sure. So if you're a beginner listening to this, I don't know why you're still listening, because you probably can't understand <laughs> a word we've said. So this is made for intermediate and advanced speakers uh, to get some listening practice, essentially. Um, so me and Chris are going to be here every week and every now and again, we'll have, uh, different guests on with different accents, which I think is actually pretty cool. Cause in our school, we've got people from, we've got me, me from England, you're from Australia. Mm-hmm. We've got people from America, Canada. Mm-hmm. I almost said Canada, managed not to, <laughs> <laughs> um, we've work. got, we've got Ireland, Chile, mm-hmm. um, and Czech, I think, mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. yeah. So we're going to have all those guys on. We're going to get some other guests on as well from different places, just so we can have some exposure to different accents. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's about getting new vocab. We're going to be talking about different topics each week, and different vocab will come up. And like I said, I will probably guess which words people don't know mm-hmm. and just explain what they are in Czech. Uh, so far, I've not been doing a great job of my Czech because mosquito is komar. Mm-hmm. 
Commodore, I think, is, is cupboard or storage room or something well, else, mm -hmm. cabinet or something. So yeah, I apologize in advance for my, for my rubbish check, but I'll do my best. So we're gonna have lots of listening practice. It's gonna be fun. Um, maybe let's talk a little bit about what the structure of the po podcast is gonna be. Sure. So we're always gonna have a lot of kind of random conversation about whatever comes up and just stop at what's interesting. Um, but we're gonna have a bit of structure as well. Each week we're gonna have our word of the week which we're going to start today, which mm -hmm. is um, one of our, each of us will choose our favorite word of that week that we've taught in one of our lessons and explain it to you guys and explain how to use it. Then we're going to fix at least one Chinglish mistake each week. So we'll get into this in a minute, but we also have a, a grammar book and a textbook about common Chinglish mistakes. So we'll kind of choose one of our favorites each week and go through that. So there's actually something to learn in each episode. And then we'll have the main discussion, discussion topic for each episode. So today is going to be about work, which we should really get to soon because we're just going to talk forever. <laughs> this is not supposed to be a three-hour podcast. You know? uh -huh. I, was, I was thinking one hour is like probably good. Uh -huh. But yeah, no, three hours is not going to work. Okay. Um, so let's, I thought we'd get started with, with who we are, a little bit about our history, mm -hmm. um, what we're how we ended up here in this room mm -hmm. in Czech Republic. Mm -hmm. um, start with you, Chris. So okay. how did you end up here? All right, man, this is a really long story, so I'll try to uh, make it as short as possible. It doesn't um, have to be as, as interesting, I think. People want to know. Okay, all right. My students do generally find it quite interesting. Mm. All right, so uh, first of all, my full name is Chris Viglaski. And a lot of people like to guess that that's Polish because of the ski ending, mm. but it's not. It's Slovak. Uh, my dad was born in what was Czechoslovakia, and he escaped just before the tanks rolled through Václavské náměstí. So when would when would that have been? Late sixties. Uh huh. Yeah. So your dad. Uh, sorry for the question. I no, should. Go I ahead. should know this. We've known each other for five years. I mm -hmm. think. So your dad was. Czech or Slovak? Like, which part was he from? Slo uh, Slovak. He was right. born in the Slovak part of what was Czechoslovakia. But then he was living here in Prague? Uh, he lived, uh, he served in the military um, in uh, Česká Budějovice. Uh -huh. He told me a story about uh, them, uh, about um, uh, the, the brewery. Um Budweiser Budvar, um, needing some men to unload some of the trains. And they couldn't pay them in money, but they said, oh, look, you can have as much beer as you want. Wow. So they just got absolutely bl blind. There you go. <laughs> blind is a synonym for drunk. I wouldn't say blind. It absolutely is. Okay, well, that's going to be one topic. It's going to be British versus mm -hmm. Australian. All right, how about uh, Blotto? Definitely not. Really? 100% not. If I ever said that, people would laugh in my face in England. Okay. You would well, say blot. that. I, I wouldn't... Look, as a fun example of a, of a cinema, yeah, blotto. Well, this is something I knew we were going to get into at some point. Mm -hmm. All the ways to say drunk. Yeah. yeah we yeah. might as well touch on it now. Mm -hmm. Touch on means zmirenjit, like mm -hmm. to mention something. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah. So, you can say drunk. Mm -hmm. I personally love the word shit-faced. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just a great shit-faced. It's mm -hmm. a great word to say, like, really drunk. Mm-hmm. You said a really funny one once. What was it? Maybe munted. <laughs> Munt yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, munted. So that's something that I would not even understand that if you said it, mm -hmm. only mm -hmm. from context. I think munt, uh, to munt as a verb, however, is to throw up, to vomit. Uh, zvratset? Yeah, zvratset. Mm -hmm. And just to be clear, if you're listening, don't try to remember this. This is not useful vocab in any way, shape, yeah, or form. Yeah, yeah, It's just fun. It's <laughs> just, just a funny. bit of fun. So let's remember maybe shit-faced. Mm -hmm. Um... What's another good way to say it? Um, pissed. Pissed. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm pissed, yeah. What else? Uh, crunk. <laughs> absolutely, the Dude, US. I've people never in heard the US. This. I've never heard that uh -huh. before. All right, here's one that's absolutely true. Do not argue with this on me. <laughs> getting loose. No. Yes, getting loose. Dude, this is not said in yes, England. Yes, it is. Well, all right. Okay, but I, this is, I know this that is once what upon we're a doing. time, England thought that they were the center of the universe, but you need to understand oh. now that it has gone beyond that, Just and there is a whole world beyond the United Kingdom. Just saying, and Chris. in these places, we use the word <laughs> loose to say that somebody wasted. is- Yeah. That's wasted. what I was thinking of. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay, loose. Because I would, I would associate, how do you say associate in Czech? Um, spoiled, spoiled. Okay. I would associate loose with like loose women. Mm -hmm. And you like to explain, Chris, what a loose woman uh, is? A, a loose woman would be a woman who is sexually 
open. adventurous, yeah, open, yeah, not not uh, selective, yes, about the the men that she chooses to keep She's, company yeah. with, yeah, which is a bit unfair when you think of it that a woman gets a label, absolutely, a guy would be a, what would he be, mm-hmm. just a player, stud, a stud, mm-hmm. yeah, so a stud, a Chad these days, oh god, that's not. This vocab is way too much. <laughs> so let's 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 let's, uh, let's tone Get it down back a bit. To it, yeah. So we got wasted, we got mm-hmm. shit faced, mm-hmm. and then the funny one that you said, munted, mm-hmm. which no one, if you're listening, never say this because no one will know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. including native speakers. But we will know. In Australia, you would. If you go to Australia, you Australia can say, "Mate, I'm, I'm munted." Yeah, 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 yeah. Munted as. Okay, let's get okay. back to your dad. Yes. Uh, so so he, got, he got munted. He got wasted <laughs> at the factory for free. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then, yeah, so he, he escaped um, and he had the choice of however many uh, Western English-speaking countries to move to. What do you mean he had a choice? Who gave him the choice? Because uh, he escaped into Germany, Western Germany. And How do you get to Western Germany from here? You must go through the East. Absolutely. Okay. So, well, no. Anyway. Okay. This is, oh, this yeah, is, this is how it happened. <laughs> okay. Um, he... Uh, had a um he went on holiday had a holiday package in um uh oh my god what is it called not chesky krumov not chesky rye it is a spa town Aransk, uh the other one francisco vilasnia no kalavivari mm-hmm. uh he went to kalavivari for a week and one of the days in that week was a a day trip to i want to say nuremberg it might be a different city but i want to say nuremberg in germany just a day trip uh, I'm just amazed at this time they were doing just mm-hmm. day trips to yeah. Germany. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But so a lot of people, enough people knew about it. And so what would happen and what he did is on this day trip to Nuremberg, because I believe it was in Western Germany. So they got to Nuremberg yeah. and then just it's never- Western Germany? Okay, okay, so that's why I'm not sure if it was Nuremberg. It might be a different um, German city that sounds like that. Uh, It has a a similar name. But anyway, the point is, is it was a city in Western Germany. Um, And then people would just get off the bus and then never get back on. Sometimes, including the bus driver. Uh, So they would have to send a a socialist, a a person loyal to the Soviet Union, um, a bus driver loyal to the Soviet Union into Western Germany to pick up the bus and bring it back because sometimes the entire bus would be abandoned there. Hmm. Um, and so he got his travel documents or whatever by you know whatever uh, Western German authority was giving them out. Um, and yeah, was able to, he had the choice of moving to like Canada, the United States, uh, uh, the UK, um, even Doesn't South Africa, but they ended up choosing Australia. It doesn't sound that hard. It sounds like you went on a day trip got given a ticket to anywhere. Mm-hmm. It can't have been that easy in real life. More or less, that was it. Uh, one of my other students, uh, sorry, one of my students told me that, uh, this is an older one, or uh, yeah, that this story was familiar to her. I'm sure it was a woman. That someone in their family, someone they knew did something very, very similar to this. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, so he chose Australia. And, and how old was he when he moved? Uh, early 20s. Oh, wow. Pretty yeah. young, then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Would, would you like a top-up? Uh, no, thank you. I'm okay. fine. Good. Wow. Um, so, yeah, he came to Australia, um, and then uh, my sister, he met my mum eventually, uh, and then my so sister- she, she's Australian, then? No, my mum is Filipino. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. That's fine. Um, so she moved. She must have moved to Australia as well, or she was well. There? He went traveling around the world. He's my dad is very well traveled. He's been to over forty countries, wow. um, like every continent except Antarctica. Um, That's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and yeah, he, when he was traveling through the Philippines, he uh, he met my mum, and then they eventually moved back to Australia and started a family. Wow. Yeah, and then eventually That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he was able to get his Slovak citizenship back. And just thankfully, the way things work between um, Australia and Slovakia, uh, he was able to pass his citizenship on to uh, myself and okay, my that's, sister. That, yeah, that's, pass that's, on that's good to vocab. pass on. To pass on. So usually this is when, I, I would say this is when someone dies. Yes. And you pass on your belongings, the things you own. Mm-hmm to the people in your family or, mm-hmm. or someone else. Mm-hmm. So you can say, uh, when I die, I want to pass on my 
what you know, house my, my car, house to, to my son my, or my or stamp whatever, collection yeah, to pass on but what else can we use pass on with genetic traits yes yeah he passed on his red hair to yeah so genetic stuff as well mm-hmm. yeah so this is they use like genetitsky pre like dispositze in check um, they use something along the lines really? of that yes okay. something along the lines of that okay. to talk about this so you pass on physical stuff or genetics mm-hmm. and that's what you do to somebody else mm-hmm. but if it was vice versa mm-hmm. an opak i think we would say i got something from my my mum let's say i got my red hair from my sure. from my dad uh, a more formal let's say a more proper term would be to inherit yeah zjedjet something mm-hmm. but i would say get Personally. Yeah, because yeah, in yeah, English sure. we love the word "get." Oh yeah, this will come up in many episodes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, like for me, uh, just a random question. I know you can't see this if you're listening, but mm-hmm. what color would you say my beard is? Uh, so, well, red. In when it comes to hair, that's uh, red, it's redder. But I don't think so. I think it's more like I don't know. I'm not good with hair. It's like blonde or brown. blonde with yeah. a little bit of ginger, mm-hmm. which I'm. It's a sentence I never wished I would have to say, mm-hmm. but um, I have no idea who I got that ginger beard from. Mm-hmm. So that'd be a good example to get something from someone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not a fan of it, but, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Do you think the beard's working or it should go? It's fine. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. I'm okay. in the unfortunate position that uh, I can't grow a, you know, I can't grow my facial hair thick enough to, mm. to, to test what I would look like. Yeah. But I think it's fine. Um both your facial hair and my lack of facial hair. I've never really shame. tried it, really. This is mm-hmm. kind of, I'm kind of waiting to see what happens. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, get back to you. So, is that your dad's story? Are we uh, finished with yeah, that? basically. So, yeah. but just to put a cap on that, how I got here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, let's get to that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, he, uh, I inherited uh, his, uh, well, yeah, the Slovak citizenship. So, I have Europe, a European Union passport. I have a Slovak passport. It's pretty cool. It is very cool. Despite being technically a quarter European. No, no, a half. Half. Oh, yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Just edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I, at first, I was completely unimpressed by that. Like, dad, dad came and, and told us that this would be an option, and we were just like, yeah, all right, all right. Well, okay, Dad, as long as you're doing all of the paperwork, just go ahead, knock yourself out. Mm, what does that mean? It means... Uh, it's like, have fun, mm-hmm. like... Enjoy yourself. Yep. Go ahead. Do it. Do the thing. Yep. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't really care, but you go and have fun. Mm-hmm. Knock yourself. Could you out. use this with like a, a tequila party or something? Like, like I'm not interested in going to te- te- tequila party, but you guys knock yourselves out. Mm-hmm. Means like go do it. Have yep. Fun. Have as much fun as you can. Have as much as fun that as you want. Is nice. Knock mm-hmm. yourself out. Because mm-hmm. you know, just to make sure people understand, to knock out normally means mm-hmm. like when you. You punch somebody and they mm-hmm. become unconscious, right? Yes. To knock someone out. Mm-hmm. So this is like a idiomatic usage of it. Absolutely. So, sorry, mm-hmm. so back to your story. Yep. Uh, so he was doing that. And then eventually I realized, again, I was unimpressed. I didn't really care one way or the other. Uh, but eventually I realized like, oh, well, actually, no. Like having European Union citizenship is yeah. unbelievably powerful. Like people will literally kill for this. Yeah. Um, and I thought, okay, well, now I need, uh, maybe I should take advantage of this. I should make the most of it. Yeah. Maximalnyevyujit. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely mm-hmm. um, and then so I decided okay well I'm going to spend um, at least I want to spend at least a year living in Europe um, and I decided to come to Prague because it's I've always heard that it's an incredibly cool city uh, that um, job opportunities are very easy to find and uh, it's an affordable city to live in. So it was nothing to do with your dad being Czechoslovak? Oh, no, like that was absolutely a part of it. And like, okay, well, cities in this part of, mm. you know, either Czech Republic or Slovakia, look, no offense to, you know, my, my fellow Slovaks, but Bratislava is not exactly top of the list of cities in not Europe. Not the shining jewel of Europe. Exactly. Uh, so I decided to come to Prague um, and I wanted to stay here for at least a year. And here I am five years later. Yeah. Uh, and I have now I have no plans of moving back to Australia permanently. Hmm. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Yeah. And then this is where you ask, what about you, Jacob? Yes, absolutely. How, how did you end up here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How did uh, you end up here, Jacob? So I've been here since 2014. It's now 2021. And do you know my story already? 
A little bit. Yeah. So I finished university in England in 2014, and I studied nutrition, if that's, if that's interesting, and definitely didn't want to do that. Um, so I was kind of looking for something to do, essentially. I was like, no idea what to do with my life. Maybe do a master's in something, maybe change career. I don't know, do something. And I thought maybe I'll just take a year off, just kind of have a bit of time to think about things. Um, so I just Googled like what, what to do. And it said um, English teaching is a good way to live somewhere else and mm -hmm. get some money at the same time. <clears throat> and it said that Prague was a good place to come for that. Prague or Barcelona were the two options. Mm -hmm. And uh, I prefer a more kind of calm calm places so uh yeah it was very kind of impulsive like i looked it up i found a school and i rang the school like all on the same day oh wow yeah uh this is about uh, this is kind of me i i'm very kind of calm i don't do much and then i make a random impulsive decision that changes my whole life <laughs> <laughs> that's absolutely what happens to me yeah that's, that's how i work i'm usually very logical and calm and then just randomly upend my whole life mm -hmm. to upend means to like flip uh, to, oh, 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 to upend mm -hmm. not a very useful verb but like to completely mess up or change your life mm -hmm. uh, to change your life direction um, yeah so I I came here I finished university I came here three days after finishing oh wow yeah it was pretty it was pretty quick um, and yeah I did my teacher training course uh, didn't know anything about Prague I'm not gonna lie I kind of imagined it would like it would be like Russia and okay. From, from really? English pro propaganda, I was thinking, oh God, there's going to be no Wi-Fi. Mm -hmm. There's going to be like mud roads and horses. Maybe not horses, but I was thinking definitely it would be less modern than the UK mm -hmm. and have less good stuff. Mm -hmm. And I was surprised it couldn't be further from the truth mm -hmm. that it's actually better here. In I would say every way than England. Mm -hmm. um, like really, like I think a lot of people that live here, mm -hmm. Czech people, think that England is this better place because it's, it's Western Europe and mm -hmm. it's better, but it's really not. Yep. Like everything here is nice. You have, firstly, faster Wi-Fi, mm -hmm. most important thing. Mm -hmm. You've got nice architecture. You've got beautiful countryside. Mm -hmm. You've got cheaper prices for like normal life stuff, like going out for a drink or for food or something. Mm -hmm. Good access to Europe, going traveling. Mm -hmm. And people are reasonably happy-ish, like I would say, because they're, yeah. they're doing stuff with their life. Like in England, we just sit around watching TV, getting depressed. Absolutely. I, I can say very, very similar things about Australia. Oh. So many Czechs are like, oh, man, Australia. Why would you want to leave Australia? Yeah. Why would you want to leave Australia? Why would you want to come? Everybody else, everybody here wants to go to Australia. I'm like, yeah, because you don't know what Australia is all exactly. about. It's not actually that great, to be oh, completely good honest. good expression. The grass is always greener. Absolutely. Which means you always think that somebody else's situation is better than yours, or mm. somewhere else is better than your place. Mm -hmm. um, but in reality, it's probably not. Yeah. The grass is always greener. Is that the full expression, or do we say on, on the, the other, other side? side? Yeah, but no but one, you, no no, one nobody says, that, says right? The full expression yeah. is that, but saying the grass is always greener yeah. is enough. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I stayed here. I got offered a job here in a language school, Lexus Language School, if you're listening. Fantastic language school. Lovely people that work there. I worked there for four years. Mm -hmm. Then I started Speak Like Me, which is a language school here in Prague. Uh, we'll get into that a bit later, maybe. And yeah, now I've stayed here since then. Mm -hmm. And it's been a great time. And I cannot imagine leaving, really. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you, but for me, I'd have to have a really good reason to move somewhere else that's better. Yep. Me too. And uh, at least right now, I can't imagine what that would be. Mm -hmm. No, I'm the exact same. I would. It wouldn't need to be like the outbreak of World War Three in Europe for me to move back to <laughs> that's, Australia. That's something I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, or some sort of other, you know, massive yeah. um, geopolitical okay. uh, breakdown. That's definitely going to be one of our topics for next episode is mm. our World War Three plans, like how okay. we're going to survive. Because I've I've got in depth plans. All right. Yeah, I've really. I'm not even kidding. I've thought this yeah. out okay. because I'm I'm a deep believer it's going to happen, and I want. Or something similar to it. It's know. a psychological thing. Mm -hmm. um, I was reading about it the other week. That if something has never happened to you, you deeply believe it never will mm -hmm. happen. Mm -hmm. I think this is probably like divorce, war, this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. But when you look at history, this stuff happens all the all time. All the time. Yep. Absolutely. War will 100% happen in our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. It's not happened yet, really, like a, like a proper one. And like, well, I mean, it has happened in our lifetimes, just not to us. Not to us. You yeah. Know? Uh, so people just don't want to believe it's going to happen. But exactly. Like, well, don't be dumb. Mm -hmm. Plan that shit out. Yeah. You know, I'm, yeah, we'll get into this in another episode. Mm -hmm. um, 
so yeah, so that's how I ended up here, kind of random, really. It could have been anywhere. Mm-hmm. But I really felt like I kind of landed in the right place, and now it feels like home. Mm-hmm. And I can genuinely say in this, Prague feels like home way more than England ever did. For sure, for me too. Is this the, is this the longest you've ever lived in one city, or did you live in Melbourne for a long I time? lived in Melbourne my, my entire life. Okay, right. But it's like a greater Melbourne, you know, not, right. not the central, not the CBD, not the center what, of the city. Let's explain what se- uh, greater Melbourne means. When it comes to cities... Mm-hmm. If you say I live in Prague, it sounds more like the center of Prague. If you say Greater Prague, it means like more the outskirts, the na mm, okraye, mm-hmm. yeah, or yeah, in the outskirts. Uh, so it's like further from the center. Mm-hmm. So you lived in Greater Greater Melbourne, Melbourne yeah. Okay. Quite far, like in terms of how far Greater Melbourne is, it was very much like towards uh, mm. towards the border. Mm. Um, it yeah, it was like twenty twenty five kilometers uh, from uh, from the center of Melbourne. Mm. It was a one hour, almost a one hour train journey to get to. Uh, wow, pretty yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was terrible. Wow. Okay. Cool. Uh, mm-hmm. Right. Let's talk a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode is going to be very, a very random episode, but I want to talk a bit a little about how we ended up here, how English for Czech people came about, mm-hmm. um, and then talk, and then we're going to our word of the week. Mm-hmm. We'll do a quick bit of English because I don't want, don't want to be making this last too long. Mm-hmm. I think maybe we'll even start the first discussion topic next week mm-hmm. because we're not going to have time for it. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so let's start with how we ended up doing this podcast here. So four years ago, I started a language school called Speak Like Me. We're a very small school, um, started with me and two people. We're teaching in companies around Prague. And over the last four years, we've grown a little bit. I think now we have eight teachers. And we just we still teach in companies. And it's been a great four years. I've really enjoyed everything about it. But this upcoming year, I really wanted to take what we've done for corporate uh, clients, which is we've made a lot of, all of our stuff has been made uh, in-house. So we've got, our, we've, got our, we've got our books, we've got a video course coming out. Uh, we've got our vocab app, and it just made sense to take that and make something more friendly for the average person, for average Czech people, and just make a really awesome English course for Czech people. So I decided to start this new brand, English for Czech People, which is for for everyday people who want to learn English. And I love Czech people, so I want to make something awesome for them. So um, part of that is this podcast for the listening practice and kind of getting to know us and around the vocab, but um, it's not by itself. We also have a video course. If you're listening to this, you can go to efcp.cz and you'll find our video course on there. We're starting off with, um, we've got three courses on there. Um, from the beginning, we'll just have one course called Essential English, which is everything you need to know to speak basic English. Um, from January, we're going to have a sec- our second level two course called Chinglish and Useful Things which will be fixing all those common Chinglish mistakes and learning kind of interesting sentences and things that you can take and use in everyday life. And then the third level, I'm not quite sure what it's going to be called yet, but we'll talk about that when it comes out. Um, we also have an app for vocab, which goes together with our with our course, with our vi- uh, video course. So all the vocab that you need for the uh, video course is in our app, also called English for Czech People, um, along with a lot of extra vocab and cool things. Um, and then we have this podcast to kind of round it all out and to round out. That's a hard word to explain, but mm. to kind of stick it all together and make it all kind of kind of complete. So the idea is that everything kind of helps everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the kind of thinking behind it. So that's what we're starting with today. And we'll talk about this a lot more. Um, but that's how this kind of course came to be. We're not sure where it's going to go yet, but um, I think we're sure we're, we'll add things. We'll make it better. But... I just want to make an awesome course for Czech people, you know? So how about let's get stuck in with our word of the week. Sure. Should we do it? Of course. Okay. All right. We'll be back in two seconds for our word of the week. Okay, we're back. We've just been talking about a lot of random stuff. So let's jump into our word of the week. Mm-hmm. Chris, do you want to give us your word of the week? Sure. So my word of the week is, well, in Czech, it is zabirat. Zabirat. Mm-hmm. So firstly, try and guess what that would be in English. I'm lucky enough to know it. But Chris, what is zabirat? In zabirat translates to uh, to take up. 
We use it to talk about taking up time, taking up space, uh, well, mostly those two things. Taking and up resources. Resources and energy mm -hmm, as mm -hmm. well. Yes, that's a, great, that's a great one. So yeah, take up, zawidrat. Uh, mm -hmm. A lot of Czech people would not know how to translate this and they would say take, like it's taking me lots of energy, which mm -hmm. would be a Chinglish mistake, which we don't want to make. Mm -hmm. So we say take up with yeah. time, for example, yep. this podcast doesn't take up too much of my time. Mm -hmm. Space as well, like in this room, this table we're sitting at takes up a lot of space. Mm -hmm. It's huge. In my bedroom, my bed takes up most of the space in my yeah. bedroom. If we were to use it in a question, I could say, how much space does your bed take up mm -hmm. in your room? Yeah, that's quite nice. Also resources in a company, you can say, boss, I think this, this project is just taking up too many resources, mm -hmm. too, ma too many man hours, too mm -hmm. much stuff. And energy as well. How would that? A good, a good example of that. Would oh my! My Bitcoin mining PC. I do not have a Bitcoin mining PC. <laughs> okay. But my Bitcoin mining PC takes up so much electricity. Maybe alternatively, a better one would be like it uses up a lot of electricity, yeah. but take up is also an alternative. Yeah. Not ideal, but it is something that can be used. And it can be your personal energy as well, like. Mm -hmm. This podcast is taking up a lot of my mental energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that would, that would be fine. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So take up is Chris's word of the week. Very nice. Um, and what about yours, Jacob? My word of the week. So I've got many. I'm looking forward to all of our future word of the week. Yeah, me too. Um, one of my favorite words is to get rid of. Okay. Yes. Yeah, I like that this word as well. That is an awesome word. In Czech, this is zbavitse. Mm-hmm. And I love this word because it's so multifunctional. You can use it with so many things. It means you have a thing mm -hmm. and then it's not there. It's gone. Mm -hmm. So we can talk about get rid of anything. You can get rid of people. Mm -hmm. You say, man, I need to get rid of this, this guy from my team. Mm -hmm. Or you get rid of, if you have a whiteboard with some writing on it, you can say, oh, how, how can I get rid of this writing? Mm -hmm. Or an email, I've got to get rid of this email. Or anything, anything that you just don't want it to be there anymore. You can say, get rid of. I've got an old couch I need to get rid of. Yeah. Exactly. It's just a fantastic word that I think you can't live without. I think you have to have it. Mm -hmm. There's a thing, then there's not a thing. You got rid of it. Yeah. Hey man, can you help me get rid of this body? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so we've got uh, to take up time, mm -hmm. energy, resources, and to get rid of means zbavitse something. Mm -hmm. So let's play the translation game, Chris. Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to say it in Czech. Can you try and translate me into English? <sighs> okay. No pressure. So no for pressure. those playing at home, Jacob's, uh, Jacob's Czech is much, much better than mine. But Chris's is still pretty decent. Um, okay, how would you say um, potřebuju se zbavit um, moja babička? I need to get rid of my grandmother. Exactly, because she's been staying in my flat for days, mm -hmm. saying all weird racist stuff. I need to get rid of her, you mm -hmm. know? Which doesn't sound like, it doesn't sound like kill. It just sounds like that I don't want her to be here anymore. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So just to be clear, it doesn't mean... It doesn't always it mean... It doesn't always mean... It could be. Mm -hmm. If you said, man, uh, should we get rid of this guy? It could be like, <laughs> you want to kill him? Like, <laughs> like, it could be. Okay, so there you go. That is the end of Word in the Week. Okay. Word of the Week. Mm -hmm. Um... If you're listening to this, if you would like more words of the week, then let us know. With this podcast, this is all very new, um, so we're kind of we're going to go with the flow. That's mm -hmm. another great phrase, mm -hmm. um, and we're going to just kind of adapt it over time, přizpůsobit it over time, and make little changes. So, if you would like more words of the week, then let us know. So let's have let's move into the next section of the podcast, which is uh, fix your Chinglish. Well, I'll come up with a better name for that, but. What should we call it? Chinglish time? No. I okay. Man, so, this was not planned out. Chinglish time. <laughs> so Jacob approached me many, many years ago when uh, he when I wasn't even when I wasn't an English teacher uh, and asked me, he asked my advice on what I thought about the word chinglish. And yeah. I hate it because it's almost sounds like a uh, it almost Oh my god, my voice broke. Edit that out. That's embarrassing. Okay, so there's no yeah. editing in this, Chris. <laughs> no, you got to edit that out, mate. That's <laughs> terrible. Um, I'm in my 30s, bro. I can't have my voice breaking. <laughs> um, so he approached me and asked what I thought of the word uh, Chinglish, and I really don't like it because it mm. sounds like a racial slur, mm. or it almost sounds. like I a disagree racial strongly slur. now. I, I, I've I've completely accepted the word Chinglish. Mm -hmm. I've asked many people about mm -hmm. this. 
one person was a bit against it, mm -hmm. one of the people in the companies that we teach him. But the rest were like, no, bro, it's cool. Mm -hmm. It's all good. And, and as we all it's know... It's become a common term now. Mm -hmm. A lot of people know what it means. Mm -hmm. yeah. Shinglish. You know? And as we all know, white people are absolutely the people to say what is and isn't a racial slur. Exactly. That's our, <laughs> our God-given right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Sarcasm, by Sarcasm. the way. Sarcasm. Sorry, that's English humor, very dry. Mm -hmm. um, hashtag not racist. Okay, so should we move into our Chinglish phase? Let's do Let's it. Let's fix some Chinglish. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's start our Chinglish section. Mm -hmm. So, oh, forgot to bring my book with me, so I'm gonna have to do this off the top of my head. So, Chinglish uh, for this week, we're gonna go through our textbook that we have, uh, which you can download on um, Apple iBooks and Amazon Kindle Store or whatever it's called. Just look up English for Czech people, you'll find it there. And the first Chinglish for this week, this is not so much Chinglish, this is just like a useful um, expression or a type of sentence to use is how to use worth properly. You know, this is one of my favorite topics, right, Chris? Uh, not exactly, but really? I, I really I enjoy it as that. well. I love this topic yeah, yeah, because yeah. you cannot live without it. And no. it's so common mm -hmm. and no Czech people know how to use it properly. Yeah. That is exactly what we're trying to teach in our courses is things which are used every day. You have to know them. And in our experience, Czech people just don't know how to use them properly. Mm -hmm. So worth uh, in Czech, this would be start za něco. So stojí to za to in English would be it is worth it. So firstly, a big difference you'll notice in Czech, start za is a verb, it's a sloveso. Whereas in English, it's an adjective. It's to be worth. It's always with to be. So it's it is worth it. She is worth uh, it. <laughs> I was going to say the money. I was like, that's, that's really that's, I don't know, inappropriate. Um, so, yeah, so we always have something is worth something. Chris, can you give us an example of something a bit more than just it is worth it? Some other nouns. Okay. Uh, my, uh, my bag is worth it. So I have quite an expensive uh, bag. Extensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, extensive in- And expensive. Yeah. <laughs> uh, extensive in terms of the protection that it offers. Um, uh, yeah, it's a quite an expensive bag, but it is worth it. It was absolutely worth yeah. it. And if you wanted to be even more specific, you can say mm -hmm. my bag was worth the money mm -hmm. that I paid for it. Absolutely. It was a good deal. It, it made sense. Mm -hmm. Or uh, uh, this podcast, was not worth the uh, the money that I paid, the, mm -hmm. the five euros I paid to download it. Um, yeah, uh, let's do some other ones. So worth, it's always something is worth something. You can connect anything together. Um, you can say this lesson was not worth my time. We can also use different tenses. We can say in the future, I think it will be worth it. So we've got future, it will be. You can use it theoretically. You can, you can say stalo beto zato, which would be it would be worth it. You can even use it in the theoretical past. Now that my check is going to mess up here, but something like stalo, stalo bebival to zato, something like that. In English, this would be it would have been worth it. So we can use it in all different tenses and theoretical, conditional. We can also put verbs on the end, and this is when it gets really interesting. And just remember, if you want to use worth with a verb, it must be with ing, ing verbs. For example, it was worth watching that movie. Always with ing. Another example, it would be worth uh, listening, listening to, to the podcast. English for Czech People podcast. Exactly. Um, another one in the past, theoretical past, it would have been worth preparing more for this first episode rather than <laughs> winging it. <laughs> winging yeah. it. There's winging it is a great one. Mm -hmm. To wing it, it means to improvise. Mm -hmm. it's a quite, uh, that's quite colloquial, hovorovi English. But you say, man, I just winged it. It means I improvised. Mm -hmm. And wing like, um, man, how do you say wing? Like a oh, bird. A bird has this. two wings. A plane has two wings. Mm -hmm. Do you know I, this word? I, I should know this, but I... I oh, like, kshidlo? Yeah, kshidlo. Yeah, chicken wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Best yeah. chicken wings in Prague are at Bar Food. Bar Food. In Zhishkov. Yes. So many free shout-outs. Mm -hmm. um, okay, so it would have been worth 
preparing for this podcast a bit more. Mm -hmm. So we use it with ing verbs. So this is awesome. And you can use it on both sides. You can say, watching that movie would have been worth it. Mm -hmm. Or it would have been worth watching the movie. So you can put it on both sides and it, it's completely fine. A lot of Czech people use it a bit wrong and they say with infinitives, like it would be worth to go to this cinema mm -hmm. or to go to this movie. And that just sounds a bit off. Yeah, not a good, not a fan of that. Um, last thing for today is how to add extra people to these sentences. I want to say something like uh, pro Chris, uh, stalo beto za, uh, going to the hairdressers or something. So all you do is you put the person, Chris, or me, or you, or whatever the person is, mm -hmm. in between, in the middle of the worth and the ing verb. So you say, it would be worth Chris going to the hairdressers. Now for Czech people, this is a very weird construction of a sentence, very strange thing. My students really dislike it. They hate it they with a fiery passion, but it is how we speak. Mm -hmm. So we can say things like, um, I think it would be worth um, you checking out this podcast. Mm -hmm. If you think your friends and family at home uh, would get some value out of this, if you think it would be worth them listening to us, then please recommend it. Yeah. So you put them in the middle. This is awesome for when you want to give recommendations to your boss or your team. You can say, guys, I think it would be worth us spending more time on you know, the design of the products rather than something else. Mm -hmm. So it's great for giving your opinions, your recommendations of what to do. So, Chris, let's try and use it. Mm -hmm. Let's talk in the past. Let's talk theoretically in the past. Would have been would have been worth doing mm -hmm. something. Okay. And, and be honest here. What do you think it would have been worth you doing in the past that you didn't do? Sure. Uh, it would have been worth me spending much more time studying Czech. Yeah. Uh, not just over the past year and a half. Yeah. Uh, but ever since I moved uh, to, uh, to the Czech Republic. Same here. Mm -hmm. It would have been worth me studying a lot of Czech. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Same here. I wish, and this is another construction, I wish I had started learning Czech when I first came here because mm -hmm. for the first three years, I didn't learn anything. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I couldn't even say, what's your name? Mm -hmm. Such a mess. Sure. Such a shame, you know, but you never know what the future holds. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So let me ask you, what is another place that uh, would have been worth you moving to? If you hadn't moved to Prague... What would be another place that would have well, been Well, I think it to? would have been worth me um, maybe exploring the world a bit before I chose one place to live. Mm -hmm. So I would have loved, this is complicated construction, I would have loved mm -hmm. to have gone to Australia, mm -hmm. um, somewhere I've always wanted to go. Mm -hmm. Well, it was possible because it's not very possible anymore. <laughs> yeah. I would have loved, I would have loved to have gone there. Mm. Um yeah, and I think it would have been worth me checking out. Check out is podjivatse. It would have been worth me checking out more of Europe as well. Mm -hmm. I've actually not explored too much of Europe. Okay. Yeah. Not Nor have I. It's mainly, embarrassing, actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mainly just the areas very, very close to the Czech Republic, mm -hmm. but not even Poland. I haven't been to Poland. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I've been to parts of uh, Eastern Germany, like Berlin, Dresden, Munich. I've been to Austria. Austria is amazing. Okay. Uh, and then, yeah, like Italy uh, and Portugal and France, but yeah, not, not that much. Hmm. Cool. Um, Okay, so that's our little Chinglish thing for this week. Next week, uh, next episode, we're going to continue with worth because worth is the gift that keeps on giving, as I like to say. It is a fantastic word because it's used in lots of different meanings. It's not just in this startza mm -hmm. something, but it can also be used to talk about value, about quantity, uh, about many different things. Um, so we're going to talk about it again next week to finish off Dokonchit, all of the worth stuff. Um, so usually now we would have our discussion topic, but as we've been talking about random stuff and going off on many tangents, I think we're not going to have time today. I want to keep these episodes to an hour maximum. Mm -hmm. um, so we're going to finish off. Um, 
Firstly, I'd like to tell you a little bit about our other stuff that we do. So, like I said, we're not just a podcast. We also have a fantastic video course for learning everything you need to know about English on our website, which is www.efcp.cz. That's English for Czech people, if you forget, efcp.cz. There you can find our awesome video courses. Depending on when you're listening to this, there will be maybe more of them. Um... Uh, we also have our vocab app called English for Czech People. And something cool that we're going to do, uh, which we've not talked about yet, is all the words that come up in these in these podcasts. So we've got a, a couple of words we'll talk about in a second that came up today. I'm going to put in the app every week. We're going to have a special section called Podcast Vocab. And all right. it's going to be awesome. When, yeah. So when you download the app, you can click on, there's going to be Beginner, Intermediate, Advanced, and podcast vocab mm-hmm. so you can click on that one and all the words that we've talked about in every episode will be in there you can learn them you can revise them using our cool revision page um, so the idea is that you actually learn them and you can, you'll see them in example sentences you'll see pro tips from us about how to use them so it's not just hear it and forget it but you hear it and then you see it in the app and you can learn it so go uh, the app the app uh, English for Czech people is available on iOS and Android. Um, so go and find that, download that. We'll appreciate it. And the vocab that's going to be in there from this week. So we had a couple of words come up, and as with many things, a lot of them are rubbish, and some of them are pretty good. So the good ones for this week. Tell me if you disagree, Chris. But I think a good one is to go off on a tangent. For sure, that's used very often. Mm-hmm. Uh, to not be bothered. Mm-hmm. I can't be bothered to download his app. Um, shit-faced, because I, I like that word. I do too. It's I funny. It. It's mm-hmm. funny. And if you want to be funny with your native friends, you'd be like, bro, I got totally shit-faced last mm-hmm. night. It just sounds great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're not going to learn munted, because that is a rubbish word. <laughs> no offense. Uh, to pass on, to, um, to give something when you die to somebody, uh, or... Not only when you die, you don't have to die to pass things on, but to, mm-hmm. yep, you're going to download the app for that because we've, <laughs> we've got some time to come up with a good explanation. Um, knock yourself out means like, yeah, just do it, man. Have fun. That's a nice one. And I quite like the expression, the grass is always greener. That's a nice positive, well, in a way positive kind uh, of expression. Yeah, yeah kind yeah, of. Yeah. So those will be in the app, English for Czech People. So we've got our... Uh, we've got our video courses for the grammar, which work together with our app for the vocab. And then we have this podcast. And for more old school people, we also have an ebook for which contains all of our grammar courses, um, explains English from start to finish, including all the Chinglish. And you can download that, uh, also called English for Czech People. And that is on the iBook store for Apple people and the Kindle store for non-Apple people. So feel free to check that out as well. Um, okay, last section is listener questions. And this is the first episode, so we have none. <laughs> we have none. So if you're listening, Our please... Our listener count is zero at the Please, moment. we have zero listeners. If you're listening, you're probably the first one. So please send us some questions to... Um, uh, to our email address, which is podcast at efcp.cz. And we're going to take three questions a week. And I think we should leave this open to anything. This can be grammar questions. Mm-hmm. If you're a Czech person, you heard some weird sentence, you just don't understand what it means. Mm-hmm. Send it to us and we can talk about it for everyone. Yeah. That would be great. Lots of people watch lots of things on Netflix yes. and HBO Go and yes. Amazon Prime and they hear or see something and they're like... What does that mean? I, th- I thought that that exactly. wasn't possible. And then how they, can they use And then this? they ask us in our lessons. Mm-hmm. And then I think, oh man, how great would it be just to tell everyone the same thing rather exactly. than just one person? Mm-hmm. So that's another thing about what this podcast is about. And maybe we can do that as well. If we get some interesting questions from students, we can bring them in and we can mm-hmm. just talk about them. That would be quite cool. Yep. Um, so yes, please send us any questions you have. It can be about grammar. It can be about us personally as well. If you want, want to know anything about me or Chris um, or anything else, maybe, maybe not medical problems. We're not gonna <laughs> we get, can't help you with that. Can't, I've, I've, got a, I've got a weird thing on my, on my legs. I don't want to know about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, anything else, uh, please send it to podcast at efcp.cz. Okay. So I think that's pretty much, that's pretty much it. 
That's pretty okay. much it. That's so it. make sure to episode. follow us. We also have uh, we have all the socials going on. Uh, you can follow us follow us on Instagram. We're English for Czech people on Instagram. Uh, Facebook also English for Czech people and YouTube English for Czech people, which we're going to be working on a lot in the coming year, adding lots of kind of extra content cool chinglishy things and just fun stuff and well. hopefully in the not too distant future video versions of the, this podcast yeah yeah hopefully so we're thinking about adding video to this podcast um i've not decided fully on that um one thing we need for that is more money <laughs> so uh if you would like to uh support the podcast uh you can go to buymeacoffee.com slash efcp have you heard of this place before, Chris? Buymeacoffee.com? Uh, just a little bit, not, yeah. in, not in depth. This is basically a place for, uh, where people can kind of buy you a coffee online, which means donating a couple of, a couple of euros um, just, to, just to help support whatever you're doing. So uh, we're not going to ever put any av- adverts in this podcast. Um, I don't like adverts personally. So if you'd like to support us, you can uh, donate to us on buymeacoffee.com slash EFCP. Um, it's pretty easy. It's one click. There's no accounts needed, which is nice. And you can support us monthly or just a one-off. Totally up to you. Um, and if we ever get any money from this, which is unlikely, we will invest in a beautiful camera mm-hmm. so that you can see our faces whilst we're talking. But I don't know about you. I've seen. I like podcasts, and sometimes it ruins it ruins it for me when I see their faces because they're not what I imagine them. Because you build up a. You build up like an imagination of what they look like. I you think know? that's just a you problem, mate. That's a like me it's problem? pretty easy to find what somebody looks like on the internet. Okay, like, oh, here's your host, uh, Chris Viglaski. Well, yeah. I mean, look, usually it's somebody much, much, much more famous than I because mm. I'm not famous at all. Not yet. Uh, that's right, not yet. But uh, yeah, you can usually quite easily look up mm. what the person for uh, me it ruins it. Like. I call it to have my imagination of what because they're always worse looking than I imagine. Okay which hopefully is not going to be our case. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, guys, so that's the end. Um, we'll see you uh, in two weeks for the next episode. The aim is to go bi-weekly, which means every two weeks. So we'll see you in a couple of weeks where we will have a bit more structure. We're going to have our discussion about work. You can find out all the jobs that me and Chris have done in our lifetimes. We're going to bring up some interesting vocab about that. We'll learn some cool new words. We'll fix some more Chinglish, finish that worth topic, and hopefully have a good time. So thanks for listening to us today. Chris, anything you want to add to sign off? I just want to say thank you very much for listening. It's been a pleasure. I hope you've enjoyed listening to us. Yeah. And I look forward to it the next time. Yeah. Okay, guys. So see you next week. Thanks for having us in your ears this week. And we'll see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.